0: If you're like me and looking to cut back on alcohol this year, Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement. They've recreated the cocktails you know and love, like their Ginger Lime Mule and Grapefruit Paloma, which happen to be my favorites. You can enjoy the flavors and feelings of those cocktails without the booze. Zero proof, zero compromise. Listeners can get 15% of the Recess Mocktail Sampler at takearecesscom autocall MAFS.
1: You guys know I don't drink very much.
0: And I'm
1: Aid, and this is Alter Call on Patreon.
0: Hi everyone, welcome to our bonus episode in which we talk about the Love is Blind After the Altar special. We're excited to do this episode for different reasons. We do enjoy the show and I feel like this is a reality show that is associated with the beginning of the pandemic it's like we didn't know what was waiting for us and we've gotten a lot of questions about this so you know it's kind of nice i appreciate them giving us three extra episodes to watch and following the life of the lives of these people
1: i don't know if i appreciate these three extra episodes
0: (laughs) i did (laughs) <laughs> I, I I think I did because I just didn't know that this much was still happening. And how the hell did they know this much was still happening? <laughs> See, that's the thing. A lot of the stuff that
1: they talked about on the show also played out on Reddit. Even Reddit got a mention.
0: <laughs> but you got to remember
1: that not everybody's a on reddit bunch
0: of us <laughs> like me who don't even Reddit is like some underground world that i only even am familiar with because of you <laughs> i mean I, I know of it but i just don't think i will ever venture there unless the link takes me there or you send me stuff but yeah <laughs> it's
1: a good way to waste time but i do want you're right the number of people who are on reddit are not the same as the number of people who will watch the special And, you know, I am glad for Netflix because people have been thirsting after More Love is Blind. So I'm happy for them that they were able to produce something after a year and a half to, you know, fulfill the people's needs.
0: Yeah, and you just know that that just means season two is coming by. And I don't know what to expect for season two because what made season one kind of great is it was fresh. It hadn't been done before. There was no blueprint and it was just kind of mad. It was similar to Married at First Sight, but I mean, not quite the same. They still had some kind of agency. But with season two, like with everything else, which is for those of you who watch um, Love Island, which I think is ruining most of these shows is everyone's goal is just to become some kind of influencer to further their career in entertainment. So nothing is as authentic as it was. So I don't know how this is going to play out.
1: I am very much looking forward to season two. I hope it doesn't disappoint me.
0: <laughs> well, so. we'll see. We'll so see. let's get into it. Ready? Ready. Okay. So, unfortunately, we begin the episode with Giannina. <laughs> I do not like this girl. I have never liked her. I, I was happy which is bad when she got dumped at the altar and she's too dramatic nothing she does is like she thinks she's in a telenovela and she's a soap opera and she's so dramatic about everything so um, but I do see that she gets it from her mom because we see her talking to her mom and her mom is singing all these praises about Damien and I'm like I don't know if I'll ever get to the point where the person who left my daughter at the altar <laughs> I'm just saying he's the perfect couple. You're the best. You did this. And I'm like, are you not privy to their problems? Like, what is, what even is this? What did you think about that?
1: I was just shocked that they are still faking to being together. Because (laughs) (laughs) after the show wrapped and they had their little year and a half or whatever, when no one knew anything, then they had like the reunion and stuff. And they were trying to convince us that Damien and Gianina were together. I
0: never believed it.
1: And I still uh, kind of don't
0: believe it. <laughs> I, I think I believed it. I think it was, to me, they just screamed toxicity. So oh, yes. I could see it. I could see them being together. I just, they shouldn't be together, but I could see it being together. I'd seen them be together. So then we switch over to the poster children. The real reason love is blind is still in our mouths or our lips is Lauren and Cameron who are still together, still thriving, like Netflix has, like, could you tell after the show aired the point where Netflix was throwing all their dollars at Lauren and Cameron? They were in every talk show circuit. You could tell their wardrobe was upgraded. Everything was Netflix was like, whatever you need, we got you. I was so obsessed. I
1: remember. <laughs> This happens with a couple things. I get really into something, and I will find every interview these people ever do. So, for instance, the U.S. women's gymnastics team, I have seen every interview, and you start to realize that you're just hearing people answer the same questions. Lauren and Cameron were the same thing. Because right before—this show came out right before the pandemic. So they got to go to New York for, like, a week, and they were on every single show you could think of. Every single one. And they had fake paparazzi following them, too. Like— yeah it was it was i it's hard to remember because it didn't last because of the pandemic then they were just stuck at yeah. home like the rest of us but yeah they were like
0: yeah. the hot thing there for a little while <laughs> i could always every time i saw them i just heard netflix going cha-ching, cha ching <laughs> but um good on them for that i don't know if this is an unpopular opinion please don't hate me i just don't find Cameron attractive. I get the packaging, I get the PR, and they look good together, but individually, he's just not, you know, someone that does it for me, but yeah.
1: To each his own.
0: Yeah. Yes, exactly.
1: I, I, I think exactly. Cameron taught, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, so- it's like, when he was in the pod, he had like some swagger to him that actually seems to have left him a little bit in the intervening years.
0: I don't even remember, <laughs> but, but yeah. So um, yeah, speaking of Lauren, sorry to uh, not get back to my point, but the last thing I saw Lauren doing is, I think I've mentioned before, I'm a huge fan of the challenge. So in between the challenge, Pepsi was sponsoring um an episode and they had like this dating show where they were matching a whole bunch of reality shows. um People like on an app or a Pepsi Mango, I guess, to be specific. And Lauren was the host um for that so for me i'm just like good on you for getting those coins any which way possible i think you know mtv has been helping a lot of these reality show turned host people because recently rachel from the bachelorette hosted the siesta key reunion and i'm just like what a pivot from an attorney to i guess mtv because she was also on catfish or what was it she was doing oh ghosted some show on ghosted so it's uh yeah,
1: the last I followed Lauren and Cameron on Instagram up until a few months ago. Um, so the last thing I remember them doing or promoting heavily was their book that came out in June, and I was like, yeah. "You guys don't have anything to write a book about," <laughs> and I'm not gonna read your book to find out. I'm happy for you that you're gonna make even more money from this, but that was what I was like. Ah, I think I'm done with you guys. Like yeah. they don't really do anything that is that interesting to me. Yeah. They just And by they, I mean Lauren just pops up in in random places. But I wish them all the best. I'm like, make all the money you can.
0: Yep, yeah, yeah. This show was like, I think, December when she hosted it. So I'm like, yeah, get all the money you can, girl. So I cannot get over the fact again that Lauren and Cameron's dads have the same name, Bill. And I also find it interesting that Cam's dad is who is Bill 2. I'm like, who decides who is Bill 1 and Bill 2? You know their moms have the same name, too. No, uh,
1: yeah, I didn't Bill and Pam—they're both. <laughs> <laughs> wow,
0: it was meant to be, huh? <laughs> it really was. I did not catch that. Wow. <laughs> okay, so they asked them about. I mean, okay, so the whole focus of this whole special is that there's going to be an anniversary party, and the Barnetts and. Lauren and Cameron are going to celebrate together. And the producer asked them about Jessica. And it is very, very clear that they do not care for Jessica. Because they're cracking all these jokes. And they're like, we're going to get in trouble. And we're not going to say anything. So, yeah. That's
1: because I think... I didn't notice that, actually. But I think the whole cast is like either Team Mark or Team Jessica.
0: This is true. This is true. So... Yeah, they are having dinner. So the scene, you know, where we get introduced to them again is they come over to Lauren and both their parents come over and her brother and they're at dinner and, you know, her dad is gushing about them, how they're still so into each other, the way Cameron looks at Lauren. But I think the thing that caught my attention was her dad saying something like, the world loves you. That's what's made me the most proud. Oh. Um, And then he said, You're the blueprint for America. And I'm like, Oh. (laughs) It's not that deep. No, what
1: really struck me was the washing of chicken, because I felt like we really needed to discuss that.
0: (laughs) Well, what do you think about washing chicken? (laughs) Don't ask me, because I don't think I have an appropriate answer. (laughs) Because I was just like, Who doesn't wash the chicken? To be fair, I knew it. he does have a point i mean it is gonna get cooked but i mean i am team kim all the way you do not wash chicken uh okay but i i I knew you were gonna be like oh yeah i wash my chicken and i was like but why anyway i was gonna say it was a white thing but (laughs) i mean i do it is gonna get cooked but yeah that was someone in authority someone in the government because this came up
1: honestly on real housewives of beverly hills when Adrian Malouf tried to wash the chicken with soap Mm
0: -hmm. but
1: um at that time someone referenced to like the CDC or the USDA or someone who has guidelines on such things and no you don't need to wash the chicken but it's fine it's fine I knew you were going to be a washing chicken
0: type I am going to be a washing chicken type I'm not going to listen to these people with all their stuff on there or whatever but yeah I just thought it was a white people thing but hey what do I know um We get reminded who Diamond is. I mean, not like we forgot. Diamond is the one who matched with Carlton, and they had this big blowout by the pool. And she is meeting up with her friend Ebony. I definitely did not remember Ebony. Did you? No. (laughs) So Ebony calls her and tells her, like, she needs to come by at her job. Like, you know, there's a catch here and blah, blah, blah. And... Ebony gets changed and tells us life hack you should have a change of clothes in your in your car. I don't know about that. I'm not going to be changing in my car. I don't have a thing I have a thing for public bathroom so I don't know where that's going to happen. But she gets changed, gets into leather pants and she goes to meet her at the hot spot and I damn near choked when the hot spot was a car wash, a dining car wash. I'm like Atlanta. 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 <laughs> I was like so
1: confused. <laughs> It wasn't until she told someone later where she met him that I was like, oh, the two were connected. I thought she went to a bar that just happened to be a strip mall. I did not realize it's also the place where you hang out where you get your car washed. It's a great business concept. (laughs) Great business concept.
0: Oh, yeah. If anyone's going to do it... Actually, I won't be surprised if Houston has that. But, yeah. So, she walks in and Ebony's there and Ebony's boyfriend is there and she points out to a guy that was... Cute. I mean, clearly everything about this was staged and, you know, um Ebony's boyfriend's friend is named Ramel and that's who they're trying to hook him up, hook her up with. And they all have a conversation. I did think Ebony's boyfriend was cute, though. um. But yeah, they have a conversation and it seems like a good match and Diamond seems excited about that. And then we see the Barnett's. Which always throws me up for a loop because we were used to calling him Barnett, but Barnett is his last name. But they call each other the Barnetts, but <laughs> um, it's always confusing for me. So still, we're also surprised that they're still together, right? We are. Nah. After the reunion, I was like, okay, because
1: once people were together and after a year and three months, I was like, I, I actually saw so, enough there that I was like, oh, these two are for the long haul. They're weird, but I, I think they go together.
0: Yeah. I did think that um Amber looked a little different, but I, she looked if like if possible, she looked prettier now, dark hair suits her, yeah, it does, so yeah, they're still together, still you know having fun together, they also don't care for Jessica, but theirs is obvious why, but apparently they haven't let it go, so it's still there. Then we have a meet up with Lauren and Carlton. And Lauren shows up with in a shirt that has her and Cameron's faces on it. I'm like, doing too much, boo. Doing too much.
1: That's their merch that they sell. They, <laughs>
0: these two are... She's not a dumb
1: businesswoman. She's like, that's the stuff that you can buy on my website. And I'll be wearing it on the TV show that all of you are watching.
0: <laughs> and, um, yeah. And then Carlton goes into it, tells her that, you know, he was in a dark space after that. And tells her that the group doesn't fuck with him. And I was actually quite surprised that Lauren, you know, was kind of seeing his point cause I was just waiting for her to put him in his place. Like Carlton still doesn't think that he did anything wrong. How many years later? Carlton is a real piece of shit. What a piece of shit. Like he's actually even going further and playing victim because he says he sees the group as people on the beach. And he's in the middle of the water, surrounded by sharks, screaming for help, and no one is listening. Like, how can people be giggling when he's in a dark place? I'm like, boy, bye. I'm like, you guys are on a TV show together. You're not family.
1: <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> I guess- Carlton, The victim is very, very confusing. And, you know, Carlton did that whole fake thing at the reunion, re-proposing to Diamond or whatever the hell he did. And then he went on Instagram and started talking shit about her again. Like... He's just really a, a very confused man. And I'm not saying that as part of him being bisexual. I just mean, like, I just can't imagine going on a TV show and acting like the other people on the show owe me friendship when I'm an asshole. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, just take some responsibility. And then he tries to compare, you know, what happened with him not asking Diamond about her past, who she slept with, who she... And I'm just like, I it's like talking to a brick wall. I don't think he's gonna get it. And he's saying that, you know, what Diamond did was biphobia and just throwing accusations her way. And then Lauren is trying to talk sense into him and he just blows up and tells her, like, you know, she's not understanding where he's coming from. And he actually gets up and walks away. But I have a question for you. I did not understand his comment about to Lauren about being a black woman married to a white man
1: so I think Carlton thinks that social media is real life and so (laughs) he's like I went into your comments and defended you I think against people giving her crap for being a black woman married to a white man and so now he wants to collect (laughs) because he went into her comments like very confused man
0: yeah Yeah, because Lauren even makes a comment like, okay, so you're not... Because at one point when he's saying the cast isn't helping, so she's like, so are you mad at the cast? And he goes, no, he's mad at social media. So she's like, you're not mad at them? You're mad at the people on social media? (laughs) And then he just has no leg to stand on. I'm glad he walked away because I didn't want his energy or anything at that party. Like, it was just, ugh.
1: I wondered if Diamond was just like, if he's there, I'm not there. Ah, And they had to pick between the two. I mean, they could have sprung him on her, but...
0: (laughs) That's true. But yeah, so, good riddance. Um, Barnett, Cameron, and Damien have a scene together. I mean, Cameron has a good body, so they're all working out. And they're talking about kids, and Barnett mentions how, you know, it's not a good time because they live in an apartment with Amber's roommate, and I'm like, screw! I thought he had his own place. And... (laughs) At that moment, he tells us that, you know, they sold his house to pay off student loans. And I'm like, your student loans, her student loans, or both of y'all's student loans? Because if it was her loans, for those who don't remember, she remember she was in a lot of debt um, at the time that they got married. And if it was just her loans, that, that is really big of him. I don't know if I would do that.
1: I think I'm confused because I feel like there were other reasons for selling the house because that reason doesn't quite make sense.
0: Um he does not?
1: <laughs> no. Why are you guys two grown married people living with a roommate? We, You have social media money and you have a real job. Why can't you guys not afford a house or did you sell the house to like save up to buy another house? It's just very confusing to me.
0: Yeah, and why not just get an apartment without a roommate like things can be that bad there was nothing
1: about that house to me that said huge hefty mortgage i'm like surely you could afford the mortgage by yourself so you couldn't afford it with the i find there's a lot to that story that's very confusing i'm always i'm not gonna lie i know that you know housing is expensive people do what they have to do but for long term for a married couple to have a roommate i'm like huh
0: yeah I mean, unless they got hit by COVID. I mean, a lot of people really did go through it with COVID. So who knows, to be honest.
1: Yeah. They have over a million (laughs) Instagram followers each. I'm like, can you be poor if you have a million Instagram followers? Is that even possible?
0: Well, do they sell stuff?
1: I know she does. I don't know if he does. Huh.
0: Interesting. So yeah they're talking about it and then Damien says that he can see himself with Janina but not everyone is 110 percent. Barnett is just as confused as we are he's like I don't understand their relationship and honestly I don't want to talk about it so I don't dig myself a hole and uh, that was the best thing you could give because I don't think they know what they're doing and it'll be terrible for us to even try to figure it out from the outside because nothing about those to make any damn sense mm-hmm. i so. enjoyed
1: barnett's reaction he's like <laughs> both he and i think previously i've seen lauren and cameron have just kind of demurred when i, I feel like they know
0: something yeah 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 so <laughs> Then we get introduced to LC, which I am glad to give us flashbacks because Lord knows I did not know who she was at all.
1: <laughs> Same. I needed the reminder. But with the reminder, I did remember. When they showed up yeah. the scenes from the pods, I was like, oh yeah, LC.
0: <laughs> but um, yeah, she was part of the people who wanted Barnett because at this point, who didn't want Barnett? And we find out that you know she's still single. But she's meeting up with Diamond and Giannina. And then eventually Jessica joins them. And I don't know how I forgot. Her voice is so annoying. And tells us that, you know, she basically, the last time we saw her, she basically crashed and burned in front of the world. But she won't take it back because it helped a lot of people to see her journey. And who do you think these people are? I don't
1: know. I always hear things like that. Like, why does it have to be a lesson or you had to help someone? You just look like shit on national TV. But honestly, Jessica, it was not that big of a deal. You seem to still have a career. You move. You start a new life for yourself. You seem to have a successful boyfriend. You don't have to try to convince us that you giving your dog wine on TV and being called Messica was a part of some sort of
0: journey. I actually don't think her boyfriend is real, but that's just me. <laughs> um, Her hair was killing me. I thought it was a hot mess. She could have done better with that. So they asked Giannina about her sex life. For those of you who don't remember, a refresher was when she and Damien were talking. And from nowhere, this girl just throws out to Damien, you know how you always refer to me as the best sex of your life? Have you ever stopped to wonder why I don't say the same for you? No, like my jaw dropped at that moment. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: That was part of the reason why I was like, these two cannot be together. I've learned from Jamie and Beth, you can go on national television and just say you're terrible in bed, and somehow the relationship will survive.
0: <laughs> um, so Janina claims that the sex is better, and you know, they, it's amazing what talking about it can do for your sex. Honestly, I don't even, I'm bored, I'm over the relationship. It's just the first episode. I don't care about it. I don't know what they're doing. So I moved on from that. So then we find out that Jessica has a boyfriend that is apparently very cute and is a surgeon. And like I said earlier, I don't know if I believe that. And that's just me. Don't ask me why. Elsie um, and Mark, we find out, apparently hooked up. Because I, this much I know. I didn't go on Reddit, but I know I read something that Mark was just sticking his dick anywhere that it will take. So he was all around the world and they hooked up and, you know, she dropped him off at the airport thinking that he was going to go see his dad. But then she saw on Reddit that he was with another girl who happens (laughs) to be the person he's having a baby with. (laughs) And why are you laughing? (laughs) Because when she started telling the story, I was like, oh, I remember that time on Reddit. Like Reddit,
1: the Reddit community was very proud of themselves. Because Lauren then got LC or whatever her name is got on there to be like, "Thank you everyone for letting me know what Mark was up to." <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> girl. Um, so yeah, and you know she tells us that she even DM'd the girl, and the moment she, the way she responded, let her know that okay, this girl is not going anywhere; she's gonna stay um, with Mark. So Jess said that she's not surprised that he seemed like he was a sweet person, that he had a sweet persona, but he had a completely different side. She tells us how during the show, he disappeared, you know, for six hours and then also told the story of how he was dating someone for a year and a half and moved in. But then during that time, he was dating multiple girls, um... And I just like, you know, if all these stories are true, which it seems to be, I wouldn't come on the show either because Mark is not going to be on the show. (laughs) So, yeah, I think it's true. Oh, I think think it's
1: true, too. Yeah. It's not just one story. Maybe it's because I spent too much time on the Reddit board, but it just felt (laughs) like every week there was a new person, a new story about who had met Mark and who had slept with Mark and pictures of Mark with some other girl if it was, like, a coordinated effort, it it didn't seem that way. It just seems like Mark really likes to fuck around.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He was young, too, so, yeah. So, you know, we get a whole thing about Giannina being dramatic, telling us how Damien is her person, and, you know, you can't keep them apart, and, you know, they love each other intensely. And then we see Damien, you know, driving in a Porsche, and he's talking about how the Porsche expresses him and I was like the minute he said that that is what expresses him like he just sounded like a douche (laughs) so (laughs) calling me surprised when he was meeting up with another woman who wasn't Giannina just after we watch her tear up and be so tender about him and we find out that he's meeting up with Francesca who is his friend and again for those of you who don't know Francesca is from the other Netflix show called Too Hot to Handle To my knowledge, she's from Canada, and she actually dated the person she ended up with on that show, but I've heard her name associated with a lot of people now that I don't even know who she's dating, and I can't keep up with that. But then they meet up for lunch, and that is how the first episode ends.
1: I'm glad you told us all who Francesca was, because I got the sense from something else that she was on a show, but I didn't know who she was. So... (laughs) Episode two, we pick up with Damien. He's still on this date with Francesca.
0: You calling it a date?
1: I'm calling it a date. <laughs> I mean, he didn't pick her up or anything, but still. It's a really bad date, though. Um, He spends a lot of time talking to her about Giannina. No, I wouldn't call it a positive or negative way. He's just talking. Yeah. It's a very boring date.
0: They claim they're friends, so they're two people. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're
1: we're on episode two and we have yet to see Damien and Giannina together. We have just seen them talking to other people about their relationship. So next up is Giannina talking to her mom again about Damien. Because in episode one it was on the phone, but now her mom is visiting.
0: But wait. Going back to this lunch date, meet up with friends or whatever, Francesca tells him that he needs to think of himself first and that he's the sweetest person that she's ever met. And I'm like, do you need to get out more? Because I know that you go out more, but how is Damien the sweetest person that you've ever met? But I wanted to point out um, that I don't know for a fact if they're just friends, but the vibe I got is that these two people have fucked at least one time. (laughs) at least once i don't know how many or whatever but at least once they have so yeah
1: so Giannina keeps on talking to her mom about damien and that's when i realized that these people are truly the epitome of struggle love like (laughs) they just love to talk to anybody who will listen about how wonderful their their love is but they do have issues but they're different but they're i i feel sorry for anybody who has to listen to this including Giannina's mom Giannina's mom is beautiful. I will say that. Yeah. Now we're back to Damien and Francesca. And he's telling her that other people are not the issue. But I'm like, you're on a date with someone else. So I think other people might be an issue. (laughs) And then he starts talking about his skincare routine that he got from Giannina. And how he learned to take care of himself. And then we get to talk about how he got filler under his eyes and Botox in his armpits. (laughs) I was like do these people just hate him and it's like this is what i truly never understood about damien he is so boring <laughs> like yeah. he has no affect almost sometimes he's just like yeah i got he's botox
0: <laughs> yeah very monotone
1: and then just to, if you guys don't think this is a date then he does ask her on a date because he asked her to go to the engagement party with him is that not a date
0: well, I still, well, here's this part that was shady. I think when he asked her and her response was, am I coming as your date or your friend? I think that solidified it for me. Like, yep, they fucked. <laughs> and that was shady to invite her, but hey, a whole different story.
1: <laughs> I mean, this whole thing is staged for this TV show. Yeah. And I love how there's like paparazzi pictures of Damien and Francesca because that's what set this whole thing off. And I'm like, surely it's just random fans taking pictures. Like <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think TMZ is not beyond taking those pics.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what is their level of celebrity that TMZ even cares who Damien's going to dinner with? Listen, Aid, we have a podcast on reality TV stars. They 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 hold ground. They hold ground. <laughs> so next we
1: flash to Amber and Barnett, who are over at Barnett's parents' house, which in the show, I think we kind of had this storyline about how Barnett's parents, like, their first meeting with Amber was kind of edited to not look so great. So here we can see that, like, Barnett's mom loves Amber, and Amber came over and made sangria, and they got drunk together, and, like, Barnett had to come pick her up. So, like, clearly she has a great relationship with his mom. Then they split yeah. off in the group... Amber and his mom, um, and they start talking about babies. (laughs) And Amber is like, well, you know, Barnett has this checklist of things that you have to do in life to have a kid, you have to have a house, you have to have this, you have to have that, and she's just not like that. She's like, well, we could just do it. And his mom (laughs) is... Basically, there's no right time to have a kids, but you want to stack the cards so they're in your favor. I was like, that's the way to put it. Because <laughs> I, I would agree with Amber too. there's no right time to have a kid, like the right size house or the right type of finances. But you can stack things so that it's a little bit easier.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you have to live with a roommate, again, maybe it's not the right time. Where's the baby going to be in the closet?
1: You might want to check with the roommate if they would like to cohabitate with a baby. That would be the number one thing.
0: And Barnett does say that, to be fair. He's like, it's almost selfish because who wants to come and have a roommate where the baby's crying? So, yeah. Then she tells us something really quite
1: disturbing where she like had a seizure on the bathroom floor. And at first I was like, did you go to the doctor? And then she says, yeah, the next morning she went to the doctor and she found out she has epilepsy, which kind of makes pregnancy for her possibly high risk. And um, his mom reassures her that one day Barnett will be ready, but he's going to be the breadwinner. <laughs> is that like the nice way of saying like, you don't have a job? I don't know. And the man is the head of the household. That part I was like, uh. and then she, the mom says pressure to have kids is never going to work out for anybody. I was like, yes, that is true.
0: <sighs> yeah. What did thought, you think of the mom thought- in the conversation? Uh, there was a lot of cringing going on, a lot of yikes being said because at first she, I thought she was going that direction, like you said, like, oh, you know, he's the breadwinner. Because you know, if you remember in the original, it looked like Amber didn't want to work and she's just like, you take care of me. So I thought she was going in that direction until I realized, like, I think her mindset is very traditional, where the man is the head of the household and you just do whatever he says because the Bible said so. So I was like, ee. So, yeah
1: but amber was all over the internet telling us how how she was portrayed wasn't true like barnett has debt too like it, it, I, i'm like it appeared she has a job now but i'm not sure what it was
0: what exactly it is yeah <laughs> i mean she gets to sleeping in the morning so i'm assuming she's still a what was she a bartender or a makeup artist it was one of the two something like that i can't remember So, yeah. No, no, no. She used to spend her money buying makeup. That's what it was. But I think she was a bartender, if I recall. She has a flexible schedule.
1: So then we get to Lauren and Cameron checking out the venue for the party that they claim they are throwing. Once again, they are wearing their own (laughs) merch.
0: I mean... On CA, Lauren and Cameron can never break up. There's just too much pressure. They just can't. <laughs> a lot of people have stacked their hopes on them, their hopes and dreams, so. <laughs> I, I don't know if stacking hope. Yeah.
1: I actually think if they did break up, Lauren would be fine in whatever she's trying to do in the industry. I don't think she needs Cameron for that. Um, but actually, I think they're good. They seem good. I think yeah. they give us just a little bit and they hold a lot back.
0: I hope Uh, so. Yeah, I hope so, actually.
1: This is the part where I was like, we have not seen Janina and Damien together at all. (laughs)
0: Yep. uh, It dawned on me then. I
1: was like, (laughs) all the other couples have been together, but not you two. (laughs) It's time for the party. Did Barnett not wear that same jacket to the reunion that he showed up to the party in? (laughs) I don't
0: remember. (laughs) But... Wait, sorry, before we go to the party, the part where Giannina and um, Jessica are talking, because to your point, they haven't seen each other, and then Giannina tells Jessica that they haven't seen each other in a week. I don't know. I don't think you need to see your boyfriend every day, but a week, but you've had time to go on a lunch date with your friend. That is very weird. But I also thought it was strange that um, Jessica said her biggest fear is seeing Mark's girlfriend. What is the fear in that? I don't know. It, it's been 2 years. <laughs> and oh. then she <laughs> I don't know. I just maybe like you said, maybe it's all for the drama because it's hard to imagine that adults are still holding on to all these things after I don't know, many years. Like uh, we went through a pandemic. Like <laughs> priorities shift. But then Jess also tells us that the funny thing is that she and Barnett were actually cool after the reunion, but then she realized that they both blocked her. I mean, we'll find out why (laughs) later, but yeah.
1: I just, well, we'll get to that. But I I think, much to your point, a lot of this drama that they've carried on, it just seems so silly. (laughs) So silly. So Damien arrives to the party without Francesca or Gigi neither one it just arrived solo
0: which is so strange to me like how are you a couple but you don't come to the party together maybe because you're not a couple maybe <laughs> maybe that's it <laughs> it's a sham <laughs>
1: <laughs> kenny arrives with his new fiance alex does anybody remember kenny um of course <laughs> kenny and kelly who seemed they were barely on the show like they they made it to the altar part but like I don't, they did very little before that. I think there was some meeting of families and stuff, but yeah. Um, And they did it very civilly at the altar. And later on, they told us all like, oh, we knew we weren't going to work out. We, I guess they were contractually obligated to show up to a wedding, but they knew they were both going to say no and peace on out of there. (laughs) Um, Kelly is there and single.
0: Lauren's dress is is ugly. (laughs) It might. I didn't mind
1: it. Oh, I thought it was atrocious. Oh,
0: I didn't mind it, but I will say that when Lauren and Cameron walked in, I actually laughed out loud and I laughed out loud that the sham, that it was a joint anniversary party, that party was for Lauren and Cameron. (laughs) Let's not let's not make any but that was a Lauren and Cameron party.
1: (laughs) Damien and Julianita when they see each other, they say they missed each other and I'm just like, you... I will say, I was very surprised that everybody still lives in Atlanta. I thought at least a couple people would have moved to L.A. by now. But no, everybody's still here.
0: Well, Jessica moved.
1: Oh, that's true.
0: But She's not to pursue time.
1: entertainment.
0: <laughs> because Damien yeah. was trying
1: to make it as an actor before the show. So I was like, yeah.
0: But to be fair, we don't know if they moved. They could have flown for it. She's just the only one who talked about it. But we don't know. Hmm. We don't know who is. But yeah, when they met up with each other, Damien's hug to Giannina was so disconnected. He was looking at something else. He basically patted her on the back. (laughs) So, Francesca shows up.
1: Her outfit is not matching the energy of the party. Everybody, I thought, like, Amber's dress was beautiful and Jessica's dress was beautiful. And Elsie, I could see her bra, which was okay, but her dress was also very nice. And then Francesca shows up and I'm like, are you going to the gym in in Wedge Heels? I'm very confused.
0: They did not tell her what the party was because I'm like, girl, where are you going? (laughs) Oh, I think the comments were the funniest.
1: Lauren says Damien knew what he was doing by bringing the girl. And Damien says he wants her to meet his friends. And I'm like, are you dating? Like, why do you want her to meet your friends? And then also, these are not your friends. These are, I mean, I know that some of them are genuine friends. But this is your TV crew. What are you talking about?
0: Oh, I meant like um, just the catty comments when Francesca walked in where someone was like, "Do we know who that is?" And someone actually said out loud, "She's on the wrong Netflix show."
1: That was my indication. I was like, "Oh, she's on another show because I didn't, I mean, I never watched Too Hot to Handle."
0: Yeah. <sighs> that made me um, laugh. Like I was
1: just like, "Wow." <laughs> back to your point about this being the Lauren and Cameron party. Diamond does a toast where she waxes philosophical for many minutes about Lauren and Cameron and then says, oh, yes, Amber and Barnett, too.
0: (laughs) I was like, oh, my God, please, please say something. Don't forget.
1: (laughs) So Jessica's there talking to people and Kelly tells Jessica to go say hi and happy anniversary to Amber and Barnett. Mark is a very much a central character to this show, even though he's not there. Um. So Jessica, Elsie, Amber, and Diamond? Maybe Jessica wasn't there for this conversation. Where they sit down and just rehash the whole, Mark was talking to Elsie, then she dropped him off at the airport, and then Amber basically says, you're an idiot to think that he was exclusive. And she's like, it was a pandemic, so I really wanted to make sure that whoever I was seeing was not seeing other people. Amber is really like going uh, going pretty hard for Mark. Elsie is like trying to explain her position and Diamond is basically on Elsie's side. I don't mm-hmm. like Amber and it's conversations like this that remind me why I don't like Amber. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> knows that Mark is, <laughs> fidelity is not his deal. Yeah. He seems to have a real issue with people thinking he's he's dating them and then finding out later that he's not, either by him signing up for a TV show or impregnating someone. I don't know why Amber <laughs> is so ready to take up for Mark's dick. Like, I
0: really don't. So, I don't agree. I think Mark was wrong, and Mark definitely knew what he did, but I did agree with Amber on one thing. If you don't have a conversation with a guy, honestly, don't assume you're exclusive. I don't know what to tell you, but... The Elsie's
1: just... thing was that they did have a conversation and they did talk about exclusivity, but Amber is like, well, he, I'm guessing Mark told Amber that they didn't, so it's a he said she said thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, but yeah, to your point, Amber was just never. Amber is is abrasive. The word she's yes. not a warm and fuzzy person. So, yeah. But Elsie yeah, is was...
1: also like only on the show so she can sit here and talk about what Mark did to her some oh, year and a half ago for 6 weeks.
0: She was so <laughs> annoying. She was so so annoying. I was like, "Girl, go away." But um yeah, but again, when you think about the fact that it's been how many years, I didn't even know there was this much drama, but it really got really heated between Amber and Diamond. For a person that's not even there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is i think it's pretty clear that diamond and elsie are probably actually genuine genuine good friends and i think that's all that yeah. was is diamond being like i'm taking up for my friend yeah. and then there's this thing I think about stalkers who were lying i'm like i don't think they were stalkers who were lying i think mark really got around he <laughs> did Yep. so Barnett looks over and sees the drama and is like oh my wife can handle herself I'm not getting in the middle of that <laughs> 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 and that's the end of episode 2
0: yeah I wanted to point out something in episode 2 was just when Damien is going on with his silly reason saying like oh he just wanted that he's met Francesca's friends and he wanted her to meet the friends at some point they were at the bar and they were back to back with Giannina and he just did not introduce them. I don't think they thought this through the producers and their fake drama.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, that was very strange and very awkward. And of course they played up because the whole time you're like waiting for them to turn around and talk to each other like normal human beings. And everybody yeah. else around them is just just loving this, just just watching it entranced. But I guess they had to save that for episode three. <laughs>
0: So in episode three, um, they're talking about the couples and Jess is like, geez, I was barely in the triangle. I'm like, okay, girl, if that's what you tell yourself at night. And then she gets teary and like priding herself for not settling. And, you know, honestly, actually, I don't like Jessica, but good on her for not settling because it seems like Mark is a fuckboy anyway. So, hey. <laughs> so... <laughs> We found, out, we found out that um, Jessica's boyfriend slid into her DMs, but I'm just like, they kept talking about Mark and they kept bringing him up. I'm like, everybody move on. Like, uh, this is getting tired. So we move on with like Gianina and Damien. And I'm just thinking, Giannina is annoying, but it has to be hard to be at a party that could have been Your anniversary, your two year anniversary, and then the person that you're allegedly dating brings a girl that you actually thought about and then you're (laughs) barely hanging out and then he's hanging out more with her than you. It's just a tough situation to be in that I can't even believe it's real.
1: That's the thing. I don't believe it's real. And that's why I can't work up much sympathy for Giannina. I don't think she and Damien are really in a relationship. I don't think this Francesca thing is real. I think it's all just a joke to all three of them. They're not serious people.
0: But that brings you to the other side. You see these storylines play out on reality shows and you're like, oh, it can't be real. But then when you think about the flip side of it, that you're willing to act a fool just to have a storyline. And honestly, I can't tell which is worse. So he eventually introduces her and Janina is being a bigger person, even though it is so awkward. Like they start going back and forth. I think Francesca should have walked away, but she just stands firm in the middle of everything. And then, you know, Damien is like, okay, let's do shots. And when Damien makes the toast, he says something. And then the last line is like, to our great futures, but he's facing Francesca when he says that. Like, okay, so then Giannina tells him that he should go away like they need to talk. And then she just flat out asks Francesca, like, you know, what is your relationship? He says that you guys are friends. But if you ever try anything, you're messing with the wrong bitch. And I was so embarrassed. The minute you have to do that with another woman, just just pack it up, pack it up and go home.
1: It's so on-brand for Giannina, though. It's so on-brand. You shouldn't even be having this conversation with Francesca. You should be having this conversation with Damien. Damien. But instead, you're going to yell at this one as if she has anything to do with anything.
0: (laughs) And it's also hard for me to
1: feel any sympathy for Francesca because it's like, you know what you were getting into when you decided to come to this party and be on this show.
0: True. You heard the stories, so. So Francesca tells her that 90% of their conversations are about her... And, you know, Giannina just eventually, you know, walks away when they're arguing, but he doesn't follow her when she gets mad. And I'm like, God, how long are they going to drag this out? So we see Ebony after the fallout from the whole fight and all that. And she's not on un- also not hanging out with her date because she did come in with um the guy from the dining car wash Remel. and she's spending her time arguing with people and not with Remel, who we see talking to ebony and her boyfriend, but he's just saying like he's fine that like, he's not gonna follow her around. He doesn't need her beside him all the time so. Um, I'm not sure what that scene was about. It was very randomly placed. <laughs> so then, <laughs> And then we see, you know, Jessica comes with a gift. We knew she was bringing a gift for them, but it was a whole, what do I do? Should I go say hi? Should I do this? And then she drops off the gift, but she's smart enough to go to Barnett and not Amber. <laughs> and... <laughs> And then Barnett is talking to her, but he's so visibly uncomfortable. At this point, we already know that he keeps saying he's not allowed to. So we know Amber has given him instructions. You are not allowed to talk to this girl. You are not allowed to be within 50 feet of this girl. You're not allowed to interact in any way. So he's kind of bolting, but he makes the mistake of telling Jessica that I'm not allowed to talk to you but he just seems so scared for himself but honestly in this kind of odd situations when you're between a rock and a hard place just go with your wife like i mean Jessica's disposable at this point so he quickly runs to Amber to tell her what's going on. Like, hey, I didn't do anything. This is what happened. She dropped a gift. And Amber might be onto something because she's all like, all this is about damage control. Like, I don't care about her because um, Jessica's tears start flowing and all the people start consoling her. Like, you didn't do anything wrong. You were the bigger person. It was so sweet to get a gift. So, um, yeah. So then, I don't know if
1: it was that sweet to get a gift.
0: I just... <sighs> I mean, she was the only one that got a gift. (laughs) I
1: don't... (laughs) This is what happens when you don't like anybody. Like, I just... There's all this stuff that happened on the show that I'm like, it's been two years. You've been married for two years. When you look back on it, what terrible things did Jessica do? She just asked the guy once or twice, are you sure about this? And you guys had known each other for about two weeks. I don't think that was a crazy question. She disrespected our relationship. It's like, what relationship did you really have at that point? I didn't think Jessica was like, the, the response is disproportionate to the action. Now she is trying to do damage control by giving gifts, but it's just like, can't you just take the Tiffany's glasses and say, thank you. You don't have to engage in drama, but you can still act like a normal human being instead of like this. Oh, I can't. I have to keep my hands in my pocket. I can't take the Tiffany back from you. My wife will kill
0: me. You look ridiculous. <laughs> some of us are forgiving and some of us are petty. It's not unless about some things... <laughs> You have to forgive her.
1: Just take the Tiffany's glasses. Say thank you so much. Walk away and you don't have to speak to her for the rest of the night.
0: Hey, again, unless something more happened that we had no idea about. So damien and francesca are talking and you know they're talking about the whole awkwardness of everything and then francesca finds out oh i think he makes a comment like they were together and then she's like well i didn't know you were still together because if i knew that i wouldn't come i'm like okay are these people trying to make a case to let us know that there's something going on or are they really trying to hide it because they're doing a bad job if they think that they're hiding it (laughs) did you were you surprised that because This
1: whole time with their conversations with all these other people, were you under the impression that they were together?
0: No, just under the impression that they're fucking. (laughs) Oh, you mean Giannina or Francesca? Giannina and Damien. Oh, no, I thought it was a sham. But I'm playing along with the storyline, so I don't know. What do you want me to go with? Like, If you are going to go with the fact that they're together, keep it consistent. I actually thought
1: Francesca is probably on the money here. How is she supposed to know that they were together? How is she supposed to know? Because based on their behavior, no one... Just from what we've seen, it seems to be a very... Uh, it's not like they speak like they're still in a relationship. They just speak about how they feel about each other.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I feel like if they're quote-unquote friends, then... She should know that they're together. That should be the main thing. Like, we're together. It, mm-hmm. it, it, basically, the fact that she doesn't know is yet another thing. So, if you... 90% of the conversations about her, you're not talking about the status of the relationship? Like, what? I don't know. It's confusing. I shouldn't think this hard at a reality show, so. <laughs> so, at some point, as, as if I didn't find Elsie annoying already, she calls Francesca trash. I think Janina's crying at this point. And I'm like, okay. So... Rummel, um, Diamond goes up to Rummel and is like, "Oh, sorry, Rummel. I don't know why I called him." So Diamond goes up to Rummel and asking if he's okay, and he's like, "Yeah, like I think I want to go home." And then she doesn't even put up a fight. She's just like, "Okay." And he actually just gets his stuff and then he leaves. So did did you notice that (laughs) Rummel never took off his?
1: (laughs) Never took off his (laughs) coat. The whole party, he had his jacket on.
0: He was ready to leave from the moment he got there. He was on his phone the entire time and all that. So, you know, I don't blame her. Like, dating is hard. She tells us that, you know, they hadn't been communicating, like, since they met at the dining car wash, and it was like she texted him the night before, and she's just devastated that she's single and over 30, and, you know, Ebony consoles her and tells her that, you know, when she least expects expects it, it'll happen. And honestly, I wanted to roll my eyes at the cliche because I hate hearing that. But then I have to remember that that was my experience in my personal life. So I don't know if I have the right to roll my eyes at it. So well, I still roll my, my eyes like... at it. But
1: I also am <gasps> <I'm> like,
0: <laughs>
1: I roll my eyes at it because I'm so tired of hearing it. Um, and I don't really care <laughs> to hear it on this show either. But I also, I'm like, well, Diamond, it's your own fault. If you don't engage in these conversations, you don't have to hear that same bullshit. Um,
0: <laughs> well, I mean, what else are people supposed to say? Sometimes exactly, people what people are they supposed to say? To say? So.
1: <laughs> but it's all, door, it's all nonsense. So when you find, like, you got to get yourself out of those conversations and situations where you get to hear the same stuff over and over again. Poor Emil, I actually, I didn't feel bad for him because I'm like, clearly you, you were given an assignment and maybe you didn't understand the assignment. You were there to make Diamond feel better <laughs> about being single at this party where all these people are celebrating their anniversary. I can understand that like not enjoying it, being like, why am I here with these people I don't know celebrating an anniversary with a girl that I just met? But you could have at least stuck it out till the end. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. So then, rory who we've seen little snippets of um he was the house therapist when when they were in the pod yeah um he gets up and makes a little cheers to the pod squad which is i guess what they call themselves and then that is followed by cameron getting up and doing a nice toast about lauren that he can barely get through and she has to come up there and like help him out and um she tells us That he's taught her that showing emotions doesn't have to be weak. It's a sign of strength. And that he calls her her, his wife and best friend. And that they have so much more to do together. And they are very, very cute. And then Diamond pipes in with, I hope I can find a man like that. (laughs) Then Barnett basically.
0: Oh, I said, I hope this is not terrible to say. But you could feel the envy in the room. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if we were to understand it, everybody at that party were people who were in the
1: pod. So, yeah, they were like, how come we all went through the same experiment, but only <laughs> four of us ended up with the prize?
0: Have you seen that meme where people were like, is it me, Jesus? Is, am I the problem?
1: <laughs> I haven't seen that meme.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> so
1: Barnett gets up and he does a pretty nice speech, but he really takes the cake when he has a montage of videos of every time he kisses Amber goodbye in the morning. Um, <laughs> I thought that was cute. I, because was, I was wondering how it was going to top that speech. It was so their style. It was very much their style.
0: Yeah. And is it just me or I swear I saw Jessica snarl? Well, oh, you think the editors just did that?
1: <laughs> oh, they sure did. They were like, let's pipe in every time we can find um, Jessica making a face. And like, I don't trust these people. So I doubt she's making those faces at that time.
0: Yep, gotta remember it, guys. Same production company as MAFs. Editing, editing, editing. <laughs> Lauren yells out, "Have some babies!" To Amber, to Amber and
1: Matt. Um, and like, yes, the, the the Jessica shots I think are supposed to th- make us think that she's still hung up on on Barnett, and I don't think that's the case. <sighs> so, Damien starts to leave, but Gigi decides to start a fight with him before he goes.
0: This man was walking away without even saying bye to her. What? I think they've given up at this point. <laughs> I'm sure they're
1: like, we've had a sufficient amount of footage, but Gigi is like, no, I'm here to do my job right. I'm gonna give y'all more. Um, so they argue about Francesca. They haven't seen each other in a week. They decide to have the who am I to you conversation. Why is he bringing Francesca? And then he says it was for you. I just, it was a real dumb, it was a very, they, nothing has changed about these two since we first saw them. These are the same type of conversations they had when they were on the show the first time.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And they like to keep their spin-off hopes alive by Damien telling us that lo- the love and the connection is enough to carry them forward. I'm like, carry mm-hmm. you forward to where? Mm-hmm. I just, Janina said she doesn't trust him. If you don't trust him, what the hell are you fighting for? Based on what we have seen, if Janina was with... I don't think she's a person who wants, like, peace in her life. She enjoys drama. She yeah. enjoys these arguments. Yeah. And Daniel yeah. likes to feed them because he thinks it's, like, his spicy Latino or whatever the fuck. So he makes sure to create situations where he gets the reaction that he wants. And then it's really strange to me how he has, like, no affect, no expression on his face. And then he just says things like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> like, like... <laughs> I don't... It's, it's such a weird dynamic.
0: Yeah. Agreed.
1: So then we get to Amber and Barnett, and they're being asked, what does our future hold? And they say babies and houses. He says, I hope our future holds anal. And Amber is like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> we see Lauren and Cameron brushing their teeth, and we reference back to the sharing of toothbrushes conversation... They talk about how they have very separate toothbrushes. Her toothbrushes. Her toothbrush and his toothbrushes. His toothbrush. They talk about how two years is a big milestone. It isn't, but it is an opportunity for a TV show. Um, <laughs> they're hoping to get to two hundred, hoping to get an extension. And they joke about him being a scientist and ha- making a preservation chamber. <laughs> um, it was and cute. The- it was it was good banter. It was good banter. They're, they're very cute. they they, very cute. Then there's a postscript on Elsie and Mark, which honestly was very enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Diamond, while she's getting makeup put on, is like, do you want to hear about Mark? <laughs> she's like, <laughs> there was Elsie, his baby mama, another girl, maybe like seven or eight more. Like... I'm actually really glad for Mark that he didn't show up because nothing good would have come from it.
0: Nothing. And
1: then Carlton comes on, and I think he's gonna be shady, but he's actually funny. He says, LC, she dated every- she dated everyone but me and the cameraman.
0: Carlton's I like laughed so hard.
1: <laughs> and I actually liked what Carlton said. He's like, she's not desperate, she's searching. <laughs>
0: And she says she hopes her
1: cat never dies. (laughs) (laughs) And then we see Lauren being interviewed again. And she says, Cam is a freak. Cam likes to get it in. And I was like, yes, because Cam is very touchy. And all of that touching is like foreplay.
0: (laughs) True, true, true. Yeah. She's like, y'all will be surprised.
1: I was like, no, I was not surprised. I saw Cam. He was very touchy. He wanted it to leave Mm. somewhere. (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: and that was it for this three-part series
0: yeah i think it was just right thank god they didn't try to make it into five or six because i don't know if we would made it to the end like there's only so much damien and gianina content we can take in our lives or lc whining about that. mark Whew. yeah true that it could have been one that's true a 90 minute special would have been perfect
1: i'm just but um i'm glad they did it in a sense because some of the people on the show are genuine characters who are who are quite enjoyable to watch but it also was like wow there's a lot of retreading happening here yeah
0: like you know if it's if it's six months okay but when you remember again that this was how many years ago you're just like who cares And why can't people get over things? Like, Elsie storyline,
1: I actually kind of enjoyed it in a way. Like, the Diamond Elsie story, like, that was kind of interesting in its own way. But it's also like, Elsie, it was six weeks, like, two years ago.
0: Can you move on? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, overall, it was a good watch. I mean, if you enjoyed Love is Blind, like, definitely, I would say just watch it. It goes by fast, too, to be honest
1: i felt it dragged a little
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) but yeah well guys that's the end of this bonus episode we hope you enjoyed it as always we'll be back with our regular maths episode on friday
1: thank you for being our patrons and we will talk to you soon bye